Good morning, good people. I recently hosted and moderated a conversation. The participants in this conversation were all connected to the history and legacy of the Lemon Street Schools. The Lemon Street Schools were segregated schools for Cobb County Blacks. When integration closed the schools and absorbed them into the Marietta City School District, a lot of people were hurt. A lot of their legacy was suppressed, ignored, and marginalized. But still they rise. That resilient spirit has been evident in all the conversations that we had, the recent one and the ones previous to that. What may not be as evident is how this conversation models the type of sensitive inclusion that will help us all do life in an understanding way. See, I've been having this beautiful, restorative conversation with the Lemon Street community for months now. I hold the conversations as sacred because of the way they have inspired me. These folks have helped me breathe again. And I don't want to disturb that groove at all. I want to, I want to keep it all to myself. But they're bigger fish to fry, y'all. There's a bigger picture to paint. So you have to open this conversation to others. Doing so creates some risk, creates the risk of divergent narratives and hidden agendas and the loss of control. It also creates the opportunity though for common ground and healing through listening and civil discourse. Now civil discourse, especially between dissenters, allows growth. It allows the centers to see that they're just diametrically opposed points on the same circle. And that preservation of the circle might be a little more important than their points. I said that once, but please hear me twice. Say la. Grace and peace to you all and enjoy today's show. This way your grandma went to school. Welcome everyone. We are uh, so very, very glad that you have taken some time this evening to join us. Uh, this is the first in a three-part series of speakers panels as a part of our Black Month celebration at Marietta High School. So again, welcome. We are glad that all of you all are with us. Now, I'm Mark. I am the, uh, the chairperson of this subcommittee, the speakers panel subcommittee. And um, I would like to let you all know that uh, this is the first speakers panel, but we do have two more that I would like to invite you to. Um, tonight is all about the history and legacy of Lemon Street High School. 
Uh, we have some fantastic panelists that have joined us tonight that you're going to hear from very shortly. Uh, next Thursday, same time, on a, a different Zoom link, we will have a panel that will focus on the Black American the true meaning of success, and we'll have a number of fantastic speakers for that as well, to include uh, Reverend James Wood, Woodall, who is the Georgia NAACP president, uh, Dr. Marion Christopher Pugh, Dr. Felicia Thune, and Kavir Coleman will be with us for that panel next Thursday. And then the last Thursday here in February, we will have a student panel students from Marietta High School that will be uh, speaking about Black at Marietta to close out our speaker series. Um, I just want to acknowledge a few folks um, before we get going. I'd, I'd like to acknowledge Grant Rivera, our superintendent, who I see is with us tonight. It's great to see you, Dr. Rivera. Um, Mr. Chuck Gardner, Chief Operations Officer for the district. Yes. Yes, I know sir. both of we those are men like know the staff at the central office um, has been very vested and cared very deeply about uh, the renovation work that's been happening at the Lemon Street School. And uh, really glad that uh, you all could join us tonight. Special welcome to any of our Board of Education members that are with us, other central office staff. Uh, Mr. Keith Ball, our principal at Marietta High School, um, we welcome him as well. I'd also like to acknowledge the members of our committee for the, uh, the speakers panel subcommittee. I'd like to acknowledge and thank Mr. Nick Estes, who's with us tonight, uh, Ms. Alicia Greenwich, Mr. Jeffrey O'Neill, Ms. Erica Haddock, uh, Mr. Marvin Finnessy, and Ms. Briani Reed, who have all helped to make these speakers panels possible. I'd also like to thank uh, Desiree House and Jayla Martin and Alicia Greenwich, chairs of our Black History Month committee for doing a fantastic job for all that uh, we've got going on at Marietta High School. Great Black History Month. All right, all of that said, I get out of the way so we have all the time possible tonight for um, our wonderful panel. But I'd like to introduce to you Mr. Derek Brown. Uh, Mr. Brown is one of our instructors at the Woods Wilkins campus um, at Marietta High School. And he is a fantastic man, has made some incredible to the folks that are on our panel tonight. And so without further ado, Mr. Brown, I give you the floor. All right, thank you, Mark. I'd like to say good evening to everyone. My name is Derek Brown and I teach at Marietta's Woods Wilkins campus in an annex of the old Lemon Street High School. My connection to Lemon Street is through my family. My mother, Diane Brown, was one of the first three students, black students, to integrate Ellery High School in our hometown, Ellery, South Carolina. And learning about her experience is what led me to the Lemon Street experience. For several months now, I've, I've been a part of what I regard as a beautiful conversation with Lemon Street graduates and teachers that frankly has informed and inspired me and I'm I'm not shy to say this they they feel like my family when I'm talking to them and they have spoken a lot of life into me and I'm very appreciative for that and I thank them every time I talk to them and I told them I'd probably get on their nerves thanking them but I'm I'm very appreciative of the dialogue that we have had 
Now tonight, I want to invite the audience to become a part of that conversation, a part of that dialogue and its energy and its vibe. So I want to introduce our panelists and just to do a little Zoom check and make sure that everyone's still connected. Once I introduce you, please say hello so we know everybody's still there. First up is Miss Felisa Wilson-Taylor, who is a 1964 graduate of Lemon Street High School. How are you doing this evening, Ms. Taylor? Okay, I think she had to try to sign back on, so we'll, we'll check for her again in a second. Uh, next up is Mr. George Miller, Lemon Street High School, class of 1965. How you doing, Mr. Miller? Doing fine, Derek. How are you? All right. All right. And then our final two panelists are Mr. Lewis and Mrs. Josetta Walker. Now, Mr. Walker taught at Lemon Street High School for one year, I think in 1965, and then he taught at Marietta High School for the next 40 years. He was Marietta High School's first black male teacher. Mrs. Walker was Marietta High School's first black female administrator and helped to establish the Woods Wilkins Center, is what it was known back then, as, it, as its first principal. We thank all of our panelists for being with us tonight. Now, our format and approach tonight is a simple one. I will share a collection of images. These images represent people, places, and ideas. The ideas are represented by short questions and fill in the blank statements. I'll, I'll invite the panelists to respond to each of the images. And whenever the response answers a question, we invite the audience to use the chat feature to respond to the questions as well. And that'll help us all learn a little bit about each other. Now, if the audience has questions about any of the answers that they hear or if they have any other questions, you can offer those in the chat as well. When we're done tonight, I want to stress this. We will not have shared Lemon Street's entire history. We probably will not have scratched the surface, but we will share its spirit and its vibe. And I think that's that's worth grabbing onto. We're gonna need to continue both the vibe and the discussion, and we're gonna have a better idea of how to do that, I'd say at around 8 p.m. when we conclude. Now, every few minutes, you're gonna see posted in the chat a sign-in sheet, a link to a sign-in sheet. Please use that to let us know that you were here. That's very important. To submit any questions, that's even more important. And to provide contact info so that we can follow up to let you know about the next time we get together because there's going to be a next time. There's gonna to have to be a next time. Or to answer any questions that we might not get to respond to tonight. So thank you for your attention to these details. Now, is everyone ready? Ready. All right. Ready. Let's go. Let's go. Let's see what we have first. I'm not ready. Here as a witness. Today, the former president's response. Right to our chief Washington, Jonathan Carl, back with us tonight. And John, why do the Democrats make this? All right. Here's a question. It took some time, but I have learned how to. I'd like for Mr. Miller 
to start us off just by sharing his thoughts on this statement, how he would fill in that blank. Uh, it took some time, but I have learned how to be patient. All right. And that, that takes time, doesn't it? Takes a lot of time. <laughs> All right. A lot of time, a lot of effort. <laughs> yes. All right. Okay. Okay. Uh, Mr. and Mrs. Walker, could y'all weigh in on that one for us? Okay, it took a lot of time, uh, but I have learned how to meet people where they are. Okay. And to be patient. Zanny, yes. you and I were thinking along the same lines because that's exactly what I was going to say. But it is to be patient and to meet people where they are, deal with situations as they are, and expect very, very good outcomes. All right. All right. Mr. Walker, you want to weigh in on that one? It looked like all three of us was thinking along the same line. Uh, I just told my wife, you know, as I've gotten older and have gained more wisdom, the better I am at being patient. Very few things upset me, and I have a philosophy on life. Every day is a good day. Some just bad than others. All right. So ain't none of them bad. And I learned that as I went through life. And that's the way I live my life every day now. All right. All right. Miss mm -hmm. Taylor, would you like to weigh in on this one? All right, and let's, let's slide to the next one here. All right, here's our first picture. That is a picture of Ursula Maxwell Jenkins, who was a teacher. She was a teacher who saw the need for a high school, a Marietta High School for its black students. And her energy and leadership helped to establish the Lemon Street High School in 1929. That's Miss Ursula Maxwell Jenkins. And the same photo is part of the history panels that were developed by Kennesaw State University and placed in front of the Lemon Street Elementary School, the recently renovated Lemon Street Elementary School at 350 Lemon Street. So now anyone who walks by or walks into the building will be able to remember Miss Jenkins and, and pay her honor and respect for her leadership and foresight. All right, let's take another statement here. Success is, let's start with the walkers for this one. Well, uh, to me, success is nothing more than the result of hard work. Sometimes uh, it's the result of, of some people would call luck. I don't really believe in luck, 
But success is mostly, I think, the result of, of hard work and of people being able to see what you're doing and be able to respond to that very positively and to boy you on. All right. All right, Mr. Walker. Success in many ways to me is inner peace. Mm -hmm. And accepting what you have done. And, 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 and you don't have to look at finance. Of course, finance is a part of your life. But what is a bigger part of your life is your being happy at what you've done and what you're doing. And then that brings you the inner satisfaction that enable you to go through life and be satisfied. Okay, all right, thank so you. So it shouldn't be based on money is what I'm saying. It should be based on inner peace and satisfaction at a job well done in terms of what you want to do. Money, of course, is always in the equation because you got to eat. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, Mr. Miller. Uh, success is being able to go into the White House, sit down and have a conversation with the president. All right. Come out, go around the corner and talk to the people on the street and be able to converse with both clientele and feel good about it. Okay. Okay. It's all right. All right. Miss Felisa, have you been able to rejoin us? All right. Hopefully she'll make it back. Okay. Now that is Clara Jenkins and Miss Miss mm -hmm. Taylor taught me that Miss Clara Jenkins was a nurse at the Cobb Collaborative Hospital and also at the Kennestone Hospital. The Cobb Collaborative Hospital was a hospital established for blacks. I think back in the 1940s. Now, when I found 1947. this, all right, all right, thank you, thank you. When I found this picture, I had this notion that. Clara Jenkins might have been related to Ursula Maxwell Jenkins, and I was wrong, but I was happy to be corrected because I found out that she is a part of this history as well, because as a nurse at the Collaborative Hospital, she no doubt cared for students of Lemon Street, teachers of Lemon Street, whenever they, they needed that. So I wanted to make sure that we saw her and, and, and paid her honor as well. Now this this Ms. picture. Jenkins, Go ahead, Mister. Miss Jenkins was also involved in the Georgia PTI. I've forgotten all the names that those organizations were called at that time. Mm -hmm. She, along with Mrs. Woods, was really involved community-wise in the PTA and organizing it 
also. On the state level. On the state level. Okay. And I'm also told in that process that uh, she told me this, because we always said she was the first black nurse at Kennestown, but she told me she was the second black nurse mm. at Kennestown. So she broke some barriers as she went through life and came through uh, the thing that we call a change in society. All right. Ms. My name is Pearl Freeman and Mrs. Jenkins, way back in the day, she stood as if she was a doctor in the black community when people died, especially if they died at home, Ms. Jenkins was the one that pronounced them dead. Okay. All right. Thank you, Ms. Pearl. I, I was I was actually gonna ask you to say something. Now I saw you, I just saw you log in and thank you. Thank you for being here. Absolutely. Now, I've learned a lot about you in the last few months. I, I hope to get to sit down and talk to you. Oh my Listen. goodness, I hope that that sounds dangerous. No, ma'am, no, ma'am. No, She'd ma be interested to talk to. I know, I know. <laughs> I know. All right, let's step to this next picture. Now, this is the certificate of occupancy in the building where I work. This is maybe 50 feet from my classroom. And when I first went to the Woods Wilkins campus and didn't know what I didn't know, I thought that the building that I was in was the Lemon Street High School until I looked at this certificate of occupancy. Now, what you don't see in this picture is I'm surrounded by my students. They're all behind me as I take this picture because this was our first class field trip. We went down the hall and read the certificate of occupancy and it was the first time a lot of my students had ever seen that document. And I told them, whenever you walk into a building, if you wanna know when the building was established, it's probably gonna be on that certificate. And that's when we all looked and saw as you see my cursor pointing there, that the building I was in was constructed in 1965. So that told me I wasn't in Lemon Street High School and I had to then figure out, well, where was the high school? What did it look like? Uh, and that led me to this picture. This is probably the only picture that I was able to find of Lemon Street High School. And it doesn't give me a sense of how big it is, but this is this is the high school and it was a few feet, several feet away from the annex buildings that the annex building that I'm in. But that's what the old Lemon Street High School looks like. Anybody care to weigh in on the photo? Does that stir up any memories? Thank you. All right, we'll slide to the next it's one. It's gone when I get here. All right. All right. Now, this this is a picture. Uh, this is an aerial photograph of the Woods Wilkins campus. That's where I'm pointing here. And the building that I work in is right there. And I'm told by Mr. Miller, actually, that the high school was kind of somewhere over here. Does that sound right, Mr. Miller? Yes. All right. All right. Just to give you perspective now, and to give you further perspective, this picture is from the year 2013 and i got this from a book a, a history of the marietta housing authority so this is the only picture i have of the old 
Fort Hill homes, which you probably know have been replaced by uh, some newer homes, but this is what Fort Hill looked like from, from the air. All right, I am impressed by, let's, let's start with Mr. Miller here. <laughs> you throw the hardball this way, huh? Uh, I am impressed by all of the attention that has come lately of uh, Lemon Street High School, not just the high school, but the area around the high school. Mm -hmm. And uh, also in uh, how the high school affected the community, the black community in Mary Ellen. Mm -hmm. And um, it's, it's been impressive. All right. Ms. Pearl, would you like to? I am impressed and overjoyed. My mother taught us as a child, my sister and I, that, and my brother, that your word is your bond, and that's all you have. And when I think about the hours, the countless hours and meetings and, and brainstorming that many, many of us did here, including Mr. Walker and his wife. It was just so many of us at different times uh, fighting a force that we didn't think was going to happen. We heard the word, it can't be saved, it can't be done. I'm impressed because along came a man that told us, I believe it was in 2017 or 18, that the school would not be torn down. He kept his word. Hats off to him. I'm so impressed. Dr. Grant Rivera. All right. Yeah, we, we appreciate Dr. Rivera very much, very much. Mr. and Mrs. Walker. Well, I am impressed by people who are not impressed with themselves. Okay. Uh, yeah, who are not legends in their own minds. I am impressed with people who are humble, yet get the job done. All right. Amen. And that's right. what we have seen in this community uh, in the years that I've been here. Many, many people have been hardworking, getting the job yes. done, but not being impressed with themselves. Yep. All right. And I want to just kind of back a little bit on uh, Ms. Pearl. So many times people come in and just feed you a bit of goods and they don't do anything. They tell you what they're going to do until they get ready to do it. And then they make all the decisions that won't do it. And for Lemon Street School, at least portions of it to be saved so that people can come and look at, because it was countless hours, really people going and looking at schools that have been saved. And for Lemon Street to be saved, 
I just like to say I think the man did a su superb job, and I appreciate that, and I'm impressed by that. All right. All right. Let's go to the next one here. All right, now this was a pennant that I found at the Kennesaw State University archives. And uh, I put this one in so I could ask somebody to school me on what the Lemon Street colors were. What were the official colors? Blue and gray. Blue and gray, all right. All right, because when I saw the pennant, I thought it was blue and gold. And uh, oh, blue and gray. All right. Oh, blue hell, gray. the blue and gray. All right. Good. Just wanted to make sure that that got the, that the record got set straight there. Thank you. Thank you. The alumni are saying it proudly and loudly. I heard Absolutely. that. <laughs> That's right. good, no. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. Both of them. I heard it. I heard it. All right, here's one. Now, who would you want to interview and why? Ms. Pearl, can you lead off with this one? Oh, wow. Who would I like to interview and why? Probably um, if I could interview anybody in the United States of America, I guess one of the people might would be Michelle Obama. All right. I think she's just such a representative of, 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 of the epitome of a lady, respectful, brilliant, and we were so proud of her being our first lady. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Thank you. Mr. and Mrs. Walker and then Mr. Miller. Well, I'm going to, uh, of course, Michelle is uh, uh, an idol of mine, but I, I really, if I came back home, I would want to interview Dr. Tom Scott, hmm. who knows more than anybody I have ever met. Hmm. Uh, and I've, I've had numerous, numerous conversations with him. But if I could sit down in a formal interview situation with someone, I would want it to be him. Because I know he'd be able to to more than adequately answer any question put forth. Brilliant, brilliant individual. Absolutely. I, I'm gonna have to throw in two people. All right. Dr. Tom Scott, he, I mean, he knows something about every history you want to know something about in Cobb County. Any man who can put in over 900 pages in a book and then has some more he could put in knows a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So him being one I would like to interview um, at home would be good. And I'm going to pick another home person. All right. And we don't talk much about him, but you had a picture of him up there, Mr. Willie Hill. All right. He was he was the principal at Lemon Street, assistant principal at Merida High School, and 
he hired me. I was the first hire he had in Marietta. And he was a knowledgeable man. He was more of a knowledgeable man than, than folks would think. And he was involved in the community. And he worked diligently at Zion Baptist Church. All right. Doing a lot of work. So he would be somebody I interviewed. He was one of those people who was not impressed with himself. All right. <laughs> yeah, I have a picture of him in here. and We'll get to him in a little while. Mr. Miller? Um, who would you want to interview and why? I would love to sit down and to interview and talk with uh, Mr. Lewis Scott, right. who taught history <laughs> at Lemon Street. And uh, Mr. Scott taught us more than history. He taught us about life. He taught us how to think, how to reason, how to come to a conclusion. And uh, he was just the type of person that could sit down and talk with anybody. And uh, as we were speaking earlier, he wasn't anybody that was impressed with himself, but he was definitely impressive to others. When Lemon Street was closed, when they closed the school, Mr. Scott went to Tuskegee uh, and taught there for a few years before he finally <laughs> retired. But he is somebody that uh, we all could relate to, we all could talk to, and we all could learn from. Lewis Scott. All right. And he was a community person too. Definitely. Yeah, I've, uh, I, have, I have come to appreciate Mr. Scott more than I can adequately say, and I, I, I'm not exaggerating. Everyone that I have talked to in connection with this project has brought up his name unprompted. And that says a lot about who he is. And it definitely says a lot about who he is to me. I hope to hope to meet him one day. <coughs> He's still moving. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's go to the next one there. Oh yeah, how about that? I did put his picture in behind that question because I had a feeling. He was going to come up there. So. Thankful for Mr. Scott. And I was, Derek, I was, yes. Who, who Derek, calls? I'm sorry. I'm sorry to interrupt you. We had a question from a Mr. Morgan, just asking if uh, Mr. Scott was still alive. He is. He is. Absolutely. He is. <laughs> he is. And he's honored on one of the panels. I was, I was so happy to see this. Now that's that's Mr. Scott's picture on one of the history panels that are in front of the renovated Lemon Street oh, okay. Elementary School. Very appreciative to, to see him get his due. And, and thankful to Ms. Pearl for providing this picture. My pleasure. All right. Okay, we've got another question here. Now we're going to start off with the walkers this time. I like talking to I like talking to my husband. I, I have I have noticed. I have noticed. <laughs> and that, that is a beautiful thing to see, y'all. That's it's beautiful. 
I do. I, I really, I really like talking to him. He, he has lots of nuggets that he drops. Right. And if one would listen, one would learn something. I really like to talk to him. All right, let me show you what I've learned. Now, have you been talking to him for 57 years? Well, 55 years married. All right. And three years dating. Yes. All right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> all right. It's all right. Well, she just, I don't, I don't know. Do you want me to respond? You may. Somebody sure. said something that nice. I don't know if you can say anything. You don't have to say you enjoy talking to me. <laughs> uh, well, 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 we we talk a lot, see, uh -huh. in all honesty, and we talk more than most couples do to each other, mm -hmm. and we don't talk at each other, and we listen to each other, even when we get on each other's nerves, and that's the good part. And it's been fifty-five years that I've enjoyed to the highest. Life has been good with me, or to me with her. And I just appreciate her. I probably wouldn't have done all the things I've done with my life if it hadn't been for her. All right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's, that's, that's beautiful. Beautiful. All right, Mr. Miller. Okay. I like this so many. <laughs> that I enjoy talking to. Um, but I'm going to say that I really enjoyed talking with Leo Stubbs. Okay. And uh, it's the band director. Yeah, he was the band director. All right. And uh, Mr. Stubbs had a lot of insight he had a lot of, he, he could talk to you and make you really feel like you were, you were somebody. Now he could cut you down, but he could also build you up. But he showed interest in you, not only as a, a band member, but as a person and as a, as a student. And you're talking about dropping some nuggets. He could really drop some nuggets on you and give you some pointers that you could use not only in the field of music, but in everyday life. And uh, I really enjoyed talk. I could sit up and talk with him all day and all night. I really enjoyed talking with him. All right. Mr. Miller, where, where did Mr. Stubbs go to school? He... Uh, Florida and M University. Florida &M. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah. yeah Florida I, and M University. I hear they know something about marching band down there. They oh, know a little bit. Just a little. Just a little. Just, just, hey, just a little bit. <laughs> and I, I also heard that Mr. Stubbs built quite a band at Lemon Street, that the band was 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 the thing. Is that right? Yes. Hey, it, yes. There's none other like it. All right. Spot on. <laughs> All right, I, I, I hear the hornets talking, y'all, and I hear them. <laughs> All right, Miss Pearl, you got you got one for us? Um, I like talking with a couple. Their name was Lil and Bill Cargan. 
And they were way back in the day when the NAACP was struggling, could barely make it. They were a white couple that stepped up to the plate. And I will never be, forget being so impressed that they gave us the first $500 membership when my husband, Oscar Freeman, was president back in those days. Okay. And then, Ms. Pearl, how long was Mr. Oscar president of the Cobb NAACP? He ran for two terms, and I'm getting old, too. Uh, it was in the 80s. Okay. Oh. And uh, it was a struggle and, and, and fighting for equality. And Lil and Bill were such humanitarians. I was so impressed that they would step to the front. That was not a while we integration and all that taking place, it was still a very bold move for them. I think they were our first white couple that joined. Hmm. All right. All right. They are both deceased now. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you to them. Thank you to them. All right. Now this is an older picture. I think this was from the 1953 Lemon Street yearbook. This is the Lemon Street Elementary School back then. 1953. Yeah, and if I have this picture, I, I think he's on. Is Mr. Rodney Gallette, are you on the call, sir? Uh, yes, I am. Yes, sir. How you doing, sir? I am excellent. How are you? All right. How's everybody else? All right. I just want to... Miss Walker? Yeah. Hi. How are you doing, Sister Mr. Gallette? Yeah, yes, Mr. Collette, I just wanted to make sure I, I recognized you now because you got me started with your museum. Mr. Gallette has a collection of memorabilia that is, to say the least, it's impressive, but it was also educational and timely. And he brought it all to the Woods Wilkins campus and, and let me look through it and let me take pictures of a lot of it. And I, I learned a lot on that day in October. I learned a whole lot. So thank you. Thank you so much for, for letting me uh, look through your stuff like that. Thank you. Uh, Mr. Mr. Gallette. Yes, sir. We, we need to see you sometime. I'd like to add some of that to Zion Baptist Church Museum. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm up and down the street by your house all the time. I know. All I'll right. Be, I'll, be I'll, I'll talk to you. Yes, sir. All right, and then Mr. Gallette, your class of 67? Yes, sir. All right. Last class. All right. All right. Me Mr. and Miss Harper on the end over there. My sister, Jen. Okay. How you doing, Miss Harper? I, I've, I've seen you pop up a couple of times. Now, how you doing? I'm fine, thank you. I'm Jennifer Jackson Harper. And yeah, we were part of the last class of Lemon Street High School in 1967. Mm -hmm. All right. 1967, I know. Yes. All right, there are hornets in the building, y'all. Yes, yes. So so this is where I tell you, now, my, my dad went to St. John High School in Cameron, South Carolina, and their colors were blue and gold, and they were the hornets. Mm. Yeah, they were the hornets. So there, there have been some very wonderful and odd connections that I've discovered through through all of this. As especially being from South Carolina, a lot of the a lot of the teachers at Lemon Street went to Allen University, which uh, I'm very familiar with from Columbia, South Carolina, and that, that's all great stuff to learn. Great stuff. Uh, Mr. Brown, Mr. Yeah. Gillette's family, I think, uh, was the family that that now owns the our old teacher's home. 
where oh. all the teachers used to stay. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, is that correct, Rodney? Yes, ma'am. His parents right. bought the old teacher's home. Yes, ma'am. All right. And I think I saw that home for the first time on one of the panels in front of the Lemon Street Elementary School. It's either on one of the panels in front of the school or there's some panels at the entry of the school as well. I'm not sure where I saw it, but I know I saw it. Uh, Mr. Brown, on that, since we're talking about the teacher's home, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All, they didn't have housing. That's right. For the black teachers. Oh, Oh. The sing so, the single teachers. Now, oh. did, did you say they had to be single? They were single, weren't they? No, yes, yes, yeah, yeah. They, I, they they were single. No, Mr. <laughs> Adjus, Mr. Adjus stayed there. Okay. M did Mr. Adjus okay. stay there? Yes. Well, I guess you had to have a wife and stay there, because he was well, a man. <laughs> Now, that was back when I was in elementary, and uh, when I got in high school, mostly single, the Trotter sisters and uh, Miss Jenkins. There was a lot, a lot of single women there then. But all of them, yeah. they are the ones who live there, and that was the place where all your black teachers went if they didn't have a house or could buy a house. And they couldn't buy housing, so that's where all of them went. Hmm. That's all right. right. All right, thank you. Thank you for that. Hey, now this next picture is a classroom in the Lemon Street Elementary School. And I think the picture was dated 1951. So that would have been, I think the first year that the Lemon Street Elementary School existed. And uh, me and Mr. Miller were looking at this during one of our talks and we saw this uh, pot-bellied stove over here that, that I'm pointing to, and I uh, hadn't seen one of those in many years. So that's one of the things that jumped out at me about this picture. What year was that you said? It's, it said 1951. It's from a book. Oh, yeah, it's from a book called- before, uh, Go ahead. before my time. Yeah, it's from a book called Gener <laughs> Generations of Black Life in Kennesaw and Marietta. And the author, the author's name was Patrice Lassiter. But yeah, yes, that's my cousin. Yes. Really? Really? Yes. Okay. Okay. And, it, and this yeah. is, and I also found the picture of the Lemon Street High School in this book. I also found the picture of Miss Ursula Maxwell Jenkins. All that was in this book. Very nice book. Wow. Yeah. So Miss Harper, tell your cousin <laughs> I, I would I would love to talk to her. Yes, she did a uh, write-up in a book uh, about our family, the Jackson family, and also uh, she interviewed quite a few um, people who lived in who, who lived in Marietta at that time. Um, my father and her grandmother were sisters and brothers, and so she interviewed quite a few people in Marietta and Cobb County in writing the book about our family and treasures of uh, Cobb County and Marietta. All right. All right. Thank you for that. Thank you. All right. Who would you like to mentor you and why? Now, I have lost track of our rotation, so Mr. Miller, let's start with you. Okay. Uh, if I could pick a mentor, I would pick Walter Moon. And the reason I would pick Walter Moon is because 
Well, number one, he's no longer with us now. But when it comes to a man of morals, uh, I don't think I don't think anybody I know could stand next to him. And he was, you know, it was often said, uh, I, I heard somebody say this about him once. They said, well, if Walter Moon was telling you it was raining outside, say so you didn't need to go look out the window. You just go get your raincoat. <laughs> and uh, that was just the type of person he was. And I used to like to sit down and talk with him. And it was kind of funny. I laughed about it afterwards because I would always talk to him in the third person. And uh, I said to myself, when I, uh, when I get back to, to the house and I sit down for a minute, I said, now he knew I was talking about me, but he never let on to that. He would always go right along as if, he, he, you know, if, if I was still in the third person. Mm -hmm. But uh, I don't think you could talk, you could meet anybody that was more upright and, uh, than, than Walter Moon. And he was one that would do anything he could for anybody. And you'd never hear anything about it. Yeah, I would say next to Mr. Scott, I heard Walter Dean Moon's name the most from the people that I talked to. I was very glad to know who he is. All right, Mr. and Mrs. Walker. Well, this person is no longer with us, but Miss Catherine Woods mm -hmm. would be the person I would I would choose to mentor me. Uh, she was kind of a mentor uh, to me when I first came here as a very young woman, but she was uh, so resourceful. She was so intelligent. She was so helpful. Um, she was just the type of person who I wanted to emulate. And uh, I, I did, you know, try to, to make her proud of, of me and the things that I did, the things I became involved in, the things I, uh, just how I comported myself. But she was definitely a, a role model for me. And I was happy that she was. All right. Miss Walker, you've heard me say this before now, but much of what I know about Miss Woods, I learned from you. Okay. Yes. Yes. All right. Mr. Yeah. Mr. Walker? Well, I'm going, it's several, but I'm going to go with Mr. Woods, uh, Miss Woods' husband. As you probably know, I came in in 65, 1965, and that's where I stayed. I spent a year with, with Mr. and Mrs. Woods. And Mr. Woods and I used to get out on his carport, and we would just talk. Hmm. And he spent a good bit of time with me at that time. I was a young teacher, and of course, Miss Woods was kind of like a mother. Hmm. And I, I'm gonna tell this, then I'll be finished. My, my first day getting ready to go to work at Lemon Street, 
I had on khakis and an open shirt. And I was getting ready to walk out the door. Ms. Wood said, Mr. Walker, where are you going? <laughs> I said, I'm going to work. She said, you need to have on a tie. You go back in there and put on a tie. So really, they kind of served as a mom and dad, mm. if you look at it. Because I never walked out that house again going to Lemon Street that I had a tie on. All right. That's all right. Miss Pearl. I would probably say um, my husband, hmm. Oscar. He was such a, he had such a passion to help people. I remember when he decided to run for the president of the NAACP after walking for two years just trying to build up the membership. And I asked him why. And he said that he felt that that was a call that God had on his life. Hmm. Uh, and the other person I would probably say would be Mrs. Woods. I had the honor of spending the last few years with her before she passed away and assisted her daughter in caring for her. And she was quite elated to be around. Yeah, I didn't say it directly, but to the audience now, Marion J and Catherine Roberson Woods, they are the Woods in the Woods Wilkins campus name. That's right. I tell my students that now because a lot of a lot of young people do not know that and do not know who they are. So I don't I don't take that for granted. I tell them. But for many for many years that area was known as Shepherd Street. Hmm. And after Mr. Woods passing, they were able to get it changed to Woods Drive. Okay. That's why it's named that today. Okay. That's where it got its name and from. Mr. Woods came here in 1929. And he was the first certified principal of a black high school in Marietta. Hmm. Check me, y'all, those who know Lemon Street. I'm pretty sure I'm right about that, though. I know the history. That is correct. Okay. And now he was principal for over 30 years, wasn't he? That bank close to forward. Uh, ah. Yeah, to 1960, I think they said. Right. I think that's what the history says. One, one of, uh, I think it's 1960. It was a long time, long time. Yes. It's all right. It's all right. Mm -mm. Okay. Now we are about 10 minutes away from eight o'clock. Now, I've seen a few people raise their hands during the meeting. Uh, if those people are still with us, uh, is there anything you'd like to say or ask? I would like to ask a few of those teachers that are on. I think I saw some of the Dodds ladies on okay. that went to Lemon Street, left, went to college, came back and taught at Lemon Street. And I would like to ask them what, what kind of experience was that for them? I think I saw Lois Phillips and a few other names. 
Okay, if you're with us now, feel free to chime in and, and answer Miss Pearl's question. Now, if not, thank you for saying their names, Miss Pearl. We, we can make that part of part of our record, and we can we can find them. We can talk to them. They they may be gone, but some of them were on. Okay, okay. Now, this is a picture I showed a little earlier of the Reverend Walter Dean Moon and his wife. I want the Walkers to tell us a little bit about that couple, Reverend Moon and his wife. Well, there are some others on the panel who probably uh, can answer this question a lot better, uh, more in depth than I can. But um, what I knew about them was exactly what Zanny said. They were just a, a just an outstanding couple. They were people who were so concerned about the the people in the community and beyond, and they were concerned about uh, what happened in the community. And of course, they were very strong faith people that uh, showed it, not only talked about it, but, but they were about it. And um, I never saw either one of them when they were not calm and when they were not smiling. Hmm. Never, never. Walter D was the second black on the Merida school board. And while I was a young teacher at that time, Walter D did a lot of things in the school system that affected black folks that black folks don't know about. And this is the first time I had an opportunity to tell somebody. That's true. That's all I got to say. All right. Well, thank you. Derek, if I could. Yes, yes. Uh, I stated that he was a very humble man. Uh, I called him Moon. He was Moon to me. Mm -hmm. But uh, Moon was district manager for the Postal Service in the state of uh, Alabama, which meant didn't anything move in the postal service in Alabama unless Walter Moon put his signature on it. Hmm. And uh, we would go somewhere or be somewhere and people would, you know, once he introduced himself and, you know, first thing people want to know is where you work. Hmm. And when they would ask uh, Moon where he worked, he wouldn't, he wouldn't say I was a district manager. He would say, I work for the postal service. Hmm. So, of course, the first thing they thought was he was a, a mail carrier, mm -hmm. you know. Yes. But uh, that's just the type of person he was. And uh, also, while he was there, you know, he was a minister. And there were quite a few black churches in Alabama that needed quite a bit of work done, restoration work done for them. Mm -hmm. And uh, Moon would go around. And he would rebuild those churches, not charge them a dime, just the materials, not charge them a dime. And you would never hear anything about it. 
Hmm. You know, I knew because he used to drag me along. <laughs> but but uh, Turner Chapel, if you go to Turner Chapel over on Lawrence Street. Yes, sir. And there's an annex to the church. Mm -hmm. And I'll never forget, uh, we needed some extra space. And he built that. And what he did was he, we made it a fellowship with all of the, the guys in the church would come together. And now he was, he was a builder, but now we didn't know anything about anything, but he would tell us what to do and how to do, but he was a perfectionist also. Mm -hmm. And yes, so a lot of times when we would go <laughs> over there and to work, we'd mess up and we'd get fired. <laughs> he hires back the next day we come back and we do a little bit more and I, I'll never forget it. once we were putting the ceiling in and uh, one of the guys messed around and instead of walking on the beam he stepped down on the ceiling and came through mm -hmm. we all got fired <laughs> he hired us back the next day but he was just that type of person he was a perfectionist but he would do anything he could for you to help you, you know. And uh, like I say, he was never, he was not one to wave his flag, but uh, uh, he was a heck of a guy. Yeah, so uh, I'll, I'll wave his flag for him. There's somebody. Mr. Brown. Yes. Mr. Brown, it's Mark. Um, I just want to point out, we've got some folks that are asking some questions in chat. All right. Um, one is Miss Ella Chesney. She's with um, our student newspaper mm -hmm. at Maryland High School. She's got a question for Mr. Walker. Mr. Walker, what is your best memory of Lemon Street? Well, it was a good learning environment, <clears throat> a good learning <clears throat> environment, and I learned a lot there because that was my, I didn't teach that but one year. And that was 65, 66. And it taught me a lot that enabled me to continue for the next part of the year. Yes, sir. All right. No. Well, um, uh, Mr. Brown, can you see the chat and can you, um, We've got a question from Julia De, De Pasquale. It says for Pearl or Miss Freeman, uh, what was your experience like at Lemon Street? Uh, my experience at Lemon Street, and I guess I might tie it into the question that was just asked before. The love and the concern and the care that we got from our teachers. It was more than just academics. They gave us food for life, and I will always cherish my memories with my teachers. Okay. Wonderful, and, and uh, Brandy Hoyos is with us. Let me just introduce her to the group. She is our new director of uh, equity and diversity and inclusion with the district. And Brandy, would you like to, uh, to turn your mic on and field your question? Sure. Thank you so much. I'm sorry I can't turn on my video. It's a little crazy over at my house, but I wanted to first first um, just express my gratitude for everyone on the panel. It is such a gem to hear your storytelling and just personally 
Uh, I just want to thank you for the sacrifice and all the stories that um, sometimes you're not able to tell. Um, I see um, as I go through the participant list, we have a lot of children who are listening um, to you all tell your story. And I would just love to know what advice do you have for the next generation um, as you all are such heroes and heroes within our Marietta uh, community, but what are, what are some um, just tidbits of advice that you can give for this next generation who proudly stand on your shoulders and want to carry the torch? Thank you. Um, well, I'm here for the people concerned. Who is that? Somebody talking. Okay, and anybody can have that. Then. I I would just like to say that I think one thing that I hope that the children will learn, as I said yesterday, they will be taught their history and that they will be proud of it. And most of all, know that you're standing on someone's shoulders. Someone went through to get you to where we are today. We still have a ways to go, but just don't forget where you came from, your mother, your grandmother, your uncle, your aunt somebody's already given their life or they've already gone. It was a lot of perseverance and determination to get to where we are now. And I hope the children are taught that because I don't know the kids really think that. They think it's just, oh, wow, they just woke up and it happened. No, it was a struggle. And there are some of us on the line, we saw that. But when you hear the story about a man named Walter Moon and how he stood, many of us knew Walter and he was... He was powerful. That's the kind of character that was built at Lemon Street Elementary, Lemon Street High School. And there were thousands of us that came out. And not that we made it, but we thank God that we're where we are today. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Thank you. Anyone else? Well, um, a piece of advice I would give to young people is to find out everything you can about your heritage. And listen, listen, listen. Not only with your ears, but with your eyes and with your heart. Absolutely. And when you do that, especially if you listen with your heart, you will be able to soar like an eagle. And that's what I want our young people to do. I want you all to soar. I don't want you to just run around on the ground. I want you to take wings and I want you to fly. And you can do that if you, if you are serious, first of all, about your schoolwork. And if you're serious about uh, absorbing uh, information that you can get from, from uh, those who have gone before you. All right. Now we just had two participants raised their hand at the same time, so I, I can't see their name. But either or both of you can uh, ask your question. This is uh, James Bennett speaking. All right. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. Yeah, I'm the class of 1966. All right. Classmate. Classmate. And we'll, we will be celebrating 55 years in June. All right. I cannot tell you how full I am with the presentation and comments and everything that's, that you guys done today. But Coach Wilkins, Coach Adjutt, Coach Jackson, uh, they were outstanding men. They led me in the right direction. I, uh, 
taught school for 29 years. I had a year of sick days, so I took that, so I really worked for 30 years. Mr. Walker, very influential toward me, and uh, I just can't thank you enough. And continue doing what you're doing. Let the youngsters know that, let them know where they actually came from. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, brother. Good seeing you, Jim. <laughs> All right, Mr. Walker. Uh, good <laughs> Brandy, Brandy Hoyos, did you have another question? No, I just lowered my hand. I'm sorry about that. But thank, I'm just so enjoying all of the great pieces of advice. And I love seeing all the children um, really kind of tune into all of the wonderful things you all are saying. So thank you again. All right. All right. Thank you. Thank you. We're glad to have you here. I'd like to say to the kid, have that dedication, desire, and determination to do something with your life, and you will. All Without right. those three ingredients, you won't make that cake real good. All right. But you'll make it with those three. All right. Okay, so it happened again. Two people raised their hand at the same time. So. <laughs> I can't call on you by name, but go ahead and ask a question if you want. Mr. Walker, this is Wanda. Can you just comment a little bit about all that talent that they had at Lemon Street? Oh, oh my. Basketball team, like my mama, that championship team, or the football teams. Can you just comment just a little bit? Well, the talent was super. And you know, they had several state championships. And that was after I got that 65, 66, long around that. Uh, Jude was one of the, Jude was the quarterback. No, he wasn't even halfback. Was he halfback? He was way back. <laughs> no, he, still he was a good football player. And he did an excellent job. But uh, the thing that the thing that always bothered me to some degree, when integration came, things changed, and we hadn't talked about that too much. The black kids really didn't get a fast shake at Merida High School, and part of that. I guess was due to the fact that coaches didn't know their talent level. And he knew the talent level that he had, and that's what he went with. And as time went by, of course that faded, and the black kids did get that chance, but it took some dedication on their part, and they lost as a race some time that the black kids should have been playing and were not. But as a whole, Lemon Street had a tough, tough football team, basketball team. You know, Julia Key played pro basketball. Yes, from he did. Lemon Street. Yes, he did from Lemon Street. So that lets you know the talent level that was there. 
and they, as time would have it, they didn't get a fast shake starting out, but they still overcame a lot of the obstacles. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Well, good people, we have reached 810 and we want to respect the time of those who have to go to school tomorrow and all that good stuff. I, I think y'all see that we've got a, a lot of meat on the bone, as they say where I'm from. I don't know if they say that here or not, but there, there's a lot more to learn, a lot more to talk about. I got through maybe a third of what I brought to present, and I know that that's that's intentional on my part. I wanted to see how many more times we might be able to get together, and that sounds like at least one more time. I think we would all agree that one more time would work. I will do what I can to pull that together, and if you would make sure your name's on that sign-in sheet along with your contact information, we'll make sure you know about the next gathering. Zoom allows us to get together flexibly. Yeah, there are a lot of technical glitches, but it does allow us to get together flexibly without us having to rent a big facility. So we'll make sure we get together. I, I saw two participants raise their hand at the same time. Uh, Y'all know the drill now. Uh, please go ahead if you have anything. Well, this sign-in sheet allow you to uh, sign in after we leave a Zoom call? Hmm. I would have to have a way of sending you the link to it now, but it 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 will live. I I, I just have to figure out how to get it to you. Okay. Are you in touch? Are you in touch? So that you, so that you know, Miss Harper, if you were to uh, just go ahead and copy that link and say put it over into a, a Word document or some kind of a word processing document on your computer, you'll have that link. It should be able to take you there even after this is over. Okay, thanks. Yes, ma'am. And if we don't sign in, would you sign in for us? <laughs> I, I would. No, no. <laughs> I would. Miss Pearl, you're on my interview list now, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to come find you now. We're going to get together. Uh, very good. I'm looking forward. All right. All right. Willie Pearl? Yes, sir. Very How are you doing? That's you. <laughs> Well, folks, I, I want to take just a quick moment to, to say thank you again to our fantastic panelists. And then I also just want to say a huge thank you to Mr. Brown. I think you know all experience, not only what a wonderful MC he is, but how his heart has connected with this whole project and with all those that are on this panel. He was the perfect guy to facilitate this panel. And, and Mr. Brown, thank you so much for what you have done to make this possible as well. Uh, and I really look forward to us uh, getting together again. So let's uh, let's make sure that happens. All right, we will, and, and, and thank you. Grace and peace, thank, thank you. Thank you, Mr. Brown, for inviting us to, to join the panel. And uh, uh, it, it's been a joy and, and an honor. All right, well, thank you for, thank you. Thank you for thank saying you, yes. Thank, thank you, thank Mr. Brown. You're welcome, and thank you. You know, hard work and good behavior. <laughs> All right. I've heard that before. That's Mr. Scott. Lewis Clyde Scott. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Mr. Scott. All right. Well, I seen him in a while. All right. Well, y'all have a wonderful evening.
Okay. Yeah, I'm warm before you can. Mr. Walker, Okay, bye-bye. Have a good one. Mr. Walker, Ms. Walker, y'all have a good evening. Derek, thank you for hosting. And thank you for being the first person to show up. I, I want to miss it. I can't miss it. This is all money. All right. All right. Thank you, Kyla. Good night, y'all. All right. Good, good night. night. Good night. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Good, good job, Derek. Thank you. thank you. Excellent job. Good night. Mr. Brown, awesome Thanks, job. We appreciate Stephanie. you. All right. Thank you. Appreciate you. Great job, everyone. Okay, one more time. Goodbye. Hi, Mom. Hi, Derek. Great job. Good job. It brought, I didn't know brought which one was back lots of memories. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I just scrolled past her name. I'm like, oh yeah, she is there. She's there. Thank you. Bye. Bye bye. Bye bye.